the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Trudy with Everyday Living. Thanks for joining me on my podcast today. We're going to have a great discussion on tips to making relationship goals a reality. You heard me. Steps and tips to make relationship goals a reality. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this here at Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of Everyday Living TV show and podcast. I'm excited that you're joining me today. I have six steps to make relationship goals become reality. Six steps on how you can make your relationship goals a reality. You know, relationships are hard. And I tell my son often that even when you marry the right person, that relationships are hard. You have two imperfect people coming together under the same roof. You have expectations coming in. You have hurts coming in. You have rejection coming in. You have traditions from both sides of the family coming in and you bring it all together. And I don't know about you, but when I first got married, I was a hot mess. I brought all my issues, all my um, dysfunction. I brought it right on into our marriage and jumped it, dumped it right on the couch for my husband to deal with. Um, and I remember we were married for about a year and he was just beside himself. He's like, I didn't sign up for this. And I had to right then get a check in my spirit that I needed to change me. Um, you know, so often in marriages and relationships, we want to change the other person and we change for that. We pray for that other person to change. But in reality, God wants to change us um, through that. And so the Lord used my husband mightily in um, promoting the change that needed in my life, which is why I am such an advocate for helping those who are struggling in their relationships, who are struggling with their self-esteem, who are struggling with their purpose. Um, I'm such an advocate in helping people figure out what life is about, unraveling all those cords that are in their minds, all the negativity, all the abuse, all the confusion, all the condemnation, all the shame, and unraveling each one, um, and then showing and then putting those in light of what God says. Because so often what God says about us is not what we're saying about ourselves, and therefore we're walking around um, with broken relationships. We're walking around with broken dreams. And so today I want to focus on um, some relationship goals, and next week I'm going to focus on personal goals. Um, but today let's start with relationship goals. And 
you know, with social media out of control, with, you know, handheld devices, with, um, you know, a now me, a now and what about me society, I think it's time that we all need to take a step back. We need to take a step back and we need to put our devices down. I don't know about you, but when we go to a restaurant, you know, you look around and everybody is on their phone. Even if it's just somebody out on a date, they're on a date, but yet they're on their phone and they could be texting the person sitting across the table from them, or they could be scrolling Facebook, but we have lost the art of communication. We have lost the art of looking into someone's eyes and really hearing what their heart is saying. We've lost the art of listening and we've lost the art of being still. And so therefore our relationships are failing. Our relationships are crumbling because we've lost, we're out of touch. And so, you know, I'm going to talk about, you know, putting things down, but right now what I want to really share with you comes from Matthew 6, 33. And so this is the first step in in making relationship goals a reality. Um, And it says, Matthew 6, 33, but seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things. And then all these things will be added unto you. Well, you wonder what all these things are. Well, if you go back and start um, in the first part of Matthew 6, it talks about no one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other. And then it says, therefore, I tell you to stop um, perpetually being anxious and worried about life, what you shall eat, what you shall wear, what you shall drink about your body. Um, is life not greater than food and the body far more, more excellent than clothing? Verse 26 of chapter six says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. Are you not more worthy than they are? Verse 30, 27 says, And who of you, by worrying and being anxious, can add one unit, measure, cubic, to his statue or to his span of life? And then it goes to 33. But seek first, aim at, and strive after Jesus and his kingdom. And all these things will be added unto you. So my first point, and it is a powerful point, is to seek God first. When Jesus Christ is in the center of any relationship, any situation, everything else will become secondary. What you're worrying about, what you're fighting about, that will become secondary. It'll fade in the background because you have put you have you have put Jesus Christ first in your life. And I know in this busy 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 world It's hard to sit down and take five minutes to pray, ten minutes to pray, let alone an hour to pray. I remember a great pastor once said, I have so much to do today that I can't afford not to spend the first two hours in prayer. We've got to give God first in our life. We've got to keep God first in everything, keeping Him first. Um, So that is my first point to you, is to seek God first. Keep Him first in every area of your life. Every decision that you make in your relationship, every decision you make on your job, you have to keep first things first and keep God first. Number two is you've got to commit. You've got to make that commitment in that relationship. If you are married and you're a Christian, 
or even if you're not a Christian, marriage is a covenant from God for us. So many people that I counsel and mentor, they have the the concept of or the mindset of, well, if it doesn't work, I'll just get out. I'll just get a divorce. And that is a contract. We cannot look at marriages as a contract. We have to look at it as a covenant. We have to commit to it. We have to make that a priority, you know, and then as you are, as you're committed, the other person will know, and then your spouse will know that you're committed and you will, they will feel safe. Um, and then commit to making changes, the changes that you need to make. Let's say that you struggle with anger. James one nineteen says, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness of God. So whatever you need to commit to change, you need to share that with your spouse. If you're struggling with anger, then you go to your spouse and say, okay, I'm struggling with anger. So therefore I need to work on that. And I need to pray. I need you to pray about that with me and then put little notes around the refrigerator, put scripture around the the refrigerator of what you're struggling with. Um, you know, like I said, James 1, 19, well, if you're struggling with finances, find out what God says about your finances, pray about those together as a spouse, commit to making that change, and then put those sticky notes around, put God's word around your home so that when Satan comes in to tempt you, you can say, just as Jesus said in the desert, it is written, it is written. God's word is so powerful. It is sharper than any double-edged sword, and it can can and will set you free, but you've got to speak it. You've got to say it and you've got to believe it. So commit your ways to the Lord first and then commit to each other through that covenant marriage. And then I want you to commit to the changes that you need to make. If it's, you know, like I said, if you have an anger problem, then you find scripture that goes with that. If you have a finance problem, find scriptures that go with that. If you have a weight problem, if you have a, um, a rejection problem, whatever it is that you're struggling with in your marriage, you have to come together as husband and wife and commit to making that change. And then you have to pray for each other. So number one was first things first, keeping God first. And that was from Matthew six thirty three. Number two is commit to each other through the covenant of marriage and then commit to making those changes that are needed in your marriage. Number three is habits. Out with the old and in with the new. What habits do you need to change? You know, I mentioned at the beginning about the phones and how we need to put down the phones. I saw this really cute meme the other day, and it was a picture of a table setting. It had the plate and the glass and the forks and the spoon and the knives. And then there was a little blurb that said, there is no place on this table setting for a phone. So we need to change those habits that are keeping us from being able to truly communicate and to truly hear and to truly listen to what our spouse is saying. We need to take that time that we've spent on our phone scrolling and have a conversation. Find out what um, is going on with your spouse, how their day was. You know what? Another great habit, um, instead of coming home and sitting down, is just going for a walk getting out of the house together and going for a walk, trying something new. But change those habits, the bad habits that are destructive, and change them as a husband and wife. Change them as um, a couple 
and write them down. Number three is to take action one step at a time. You know, I am an Ironman athlete. I've done 13 Ironman races. And I have to tell you that I didn't wake up one morning and say, okay, I'm going to go out and do 140.2 miles. No, I had to make one step at a time. I had to train each day specifically for the goal that I had had put in place. And that's how it is with everything. We have to put one foot in front of the other. Now, I had the big picture of the 140.2 mile race. And that was the big picture, but I had to begin somewhere. And so therefore the goals and the action plans and the habits that you want to change, you have to put it into action by taking one step at a time. And then you have to kind of treat yourself when you've made, when that one goal of say paying off a credit card, then go in and have a nice dinner or find a way to celebrate and encourage each other. Um, but don't underestimate baby steps or small beginnings. Um, number five would be never give up. Even if you have setbacks, never get up. You know, they say you only fail if you fall and don't get back up. You know, in every marriage, there's going to be issues. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be days where you fight. There's going to be days where you laugh. There's going to be days where you cry. But you never give up. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us never become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. God does not want us to give up. He He wants us to press on toward the prize. So even though things may get hard, Things may seem like they're not they're not working. Those goals you've set, those habits you've tried to change, the action plans maybe are not working as fast as you want. I encourage you to not give up because during those hard times, if you don't give up, it's going to make you stronger individually and you stronger as a couple. Number six is be goal-oriented yet God-oriented. Stay focused on the positive. Like I said, don't get weighed down by the bad days. Don't get discouraged when things aren't working as fast as they can. What I want you to do here, goal-oriented and God-oriented, is set those goals, but yet I want you to praise your way through to victory. Set praise on your heart. Do not complain. The word says that Christ inhabits the praise of his people, not the complaints. So let's praise. Let's rejoice. Let's focus on the positive. Let's compliment each other and encourage each other. You know, I would even encourage you to find a group of like-minded couples who are married, who are on the journey, the same journey you are, so that you can encourage each other. You can support each other. It is so important to stay God-centered when you are goal-centered so that you can encourage each other. And then lastly is evaluate the progress and then reward yourself. So, you know, my husband and I wrote a wonderful book called um, The Seven Bridges to a Christ-Centered Marriage. And one of the attributes or one of the bridges is on celebration. Um, It's so funny because when we get married, we have this whole thing, this whole... um, journey of celebrating. We get engaged and so we celebrate. And then we have uh, bridal showers and then we have the rehearsal dinner and then we have the wedding and then we have the reception and then we go on the honeymoon and then we come home. 
and we may celebrate the first or second um, anniversary, but then we forget. We forget to celebrate each other. We forget to celebrate the small successes and then the big successes. We cannot stop celebrating each other. And so I encourage you to evaluate your progress and then start celebrating where you are because you know Joyce Myers used to say I'm not where I want to be but thank goodness I'm not where I used to be I'm on my way we are all in this journey and we can get stuck through complaining through comparison and through not celebrating so I encourage you to evaluate where you are and celebrate what God has done for you and what he's doing in you and what he's going to do in the future stay goal oriented and God-oriented. So let me just run through these again for you. If you're just jumping on, we need to keep God first. First things first, Matthew 6, 33. Then we need to set those goals and commit to each other for those changes that we need. Then we need to get out with the old and in with the new. Then we need to take those action steps one step at a time, not getting bombarded by the big picture, but taking one step at a time. Never give up. Even if you if you have those setbacks, Galatians 6, 9, let us never become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a good harvest if we do not give up. Be goal-oriented and God-oriented. And last but not least, evaluate your progress and reward and celebrate yourself and each other. Know that God loves you. He made marriage to bless you and to strengthen you. It says that iron sharpens iron. So let's be those iron sharpening iron in our marriage. Let's join together. Let's commit. Let's 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 really have that covenant heart for our marriages. Um, if you want to reach me, you can reach me at trudysimmons.net or drtrudy at gmail.com. You can find me at thechristianview.tv and all Facebook and social media platforms. Have a great day and know that you are loved. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.